I'm Shannon. Wait, I'm not Shannon. <laughs> Nope, 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 nope. I'm already drunk. <laughs> How do I always completely run down my battery when I'm at your house? Am I on my phone just the whole time I'm here? Is that what I'm doing? I don't know, but, you know, once again, someday, some fucking day with all this official bullshit equipment... We'll fucking figure it out, right? Some someday. We're back to tiny couches. Um, are you happy? It's fine for now. Am I gonna leave your house reeking like dog ass? Probably. Just is what it is. It is it. For now. <laughs> this is our only option. For now. Unless you wanna sit. And the chairs. No, I don't. Stare at each other across the table. That would be Like weird. a real podcast. Yeah, maybe it would be interesting. Or hurt your booty on the bench. I mean, I need someone to help me rearrange my house. Uh-huh. I have a feeling I want to go for, and I need someone to help me make that vision come true. So, my friend who's the older brother of my college friend who I have been snapchatting with regularly he snapped on his story recently tell me you're single without telling me you're single I'll go first I decided to hire a decorator for my house because it's empty right which I don't even think is necessarily a you're single thing because I know plenty of single people who don't have fucking decorators no but he meant like you know, he didn't have anybody to help him do it, so he hired someone. Like he didn't have a wife right. to do it for him or a mommy? <laughs> well, so I Because that's one thing I'm not doing is calling my mother. Dude, I've seen Cheryl's house. We don't want your house to look like we that. We don't want Cheryl's <laughs> advice. We don't, we don't want Cheryl's advice. And then I said, um, I'll tell you I'm single without telling you I'm single. There's a side of my bed that is for snacks and drinks and books. I fucking love it. No, you can't come spend the night. Where would my snacks go? <laughs> it's like driving in your car. When people want to get in my passenger seat, I'm like, no, that's where my snacks and drinks that, and purse. <laughs> that is where my snacks and drinks and purse go. And also like, masks. You know, no, you don't get to sit there. You can't sit there. That's, where, that's for where my where stuff. That's where my shit goes. <laughs> yeah. The, that side of my bed is for my stuff. You can't, you can't stay over because where would my stuff go? When Scott, I mean, Scott's not out of town often, but when he does, like, yeah, his size of the bed fills up with <laughs> books and vibrators and snacks. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Yeah. You got to have your bed snacks. Um, I totally forgot to tell this story uh, during podcast on Saturday because you guys we just did group podcast Saturday those of you who showed up for that thank, thank you. you we love you yeah I had a feeling that since we are not like in lockdown types of pandemic anymore and actual people were at actual PenguinCon that we weren't going to get as many people and we didn't but it was still really good and fun right yes I did enjoy it and yeah. the, um, a lot of people actually messaged me oh my god I forgot oh my god I fell asleep oh I'm so sorry so we got that message from Robert and uh, one or two other people. Robert was busy making out with his boyfriend. Don't even pretend like he wasn't. Did you see he just got in a relationship? I did, but he specifically said he had... Let me pull it up. <laughs> vamp, Maggie, vamp! Um, so the story that I was going to tell was about how I didn't go purchase candy after Easter. I forgot... To like, you didn't do it. get your eggs, your peanut butter eggs. No, so the day after, oh. but it was like it was like late in the day on Monday. So normally I'll go late in the day on actual Sunday or first thing in the morning Monday. And I went late on Monday, and there was fucking nothing. I got half the half eggs, the ones that are like the eyeballs at 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 um, Halloween, mm. where it's the half circle yeah. egg. You know which kind I'm talking about, right? Mm -hmm. They have way too much chocolate. They're not the same. They're not the same at all. I knew I should have bought you a fucking giant bag when I saw them. Nobody, my parents didn't even get me eggs this year. 
So I know you like to wait till they go on sale. I do like to wait fifty percent off. I do like to wait till they go on sale. It is a it is a wonderful part of my life. Okay. So wait, wait, wait. So uh-huh. I went I went to Meyer, there was none. That was where I got the half eggs. I went to CVS. There was none. There had been some the, like previous week. And I was like, motherfucker. And then I go online. I'm like, I wonder if CVS online has any. And they don't. And then Walgreens is like, yes, we have eggs. And they were not discounted. They were full fucking price. <laughs> so I paid. You're like, we know your game, people. Uh, we ain't reducing the Reese's pieces. We ain't reducing the Reese's cups. We're not. You don't get reduced eggs, you dumbass. So I... um spent a lot of fucking money on eggs <laughs> spent a lot of fucking money on eggs this year you want to guess how much i spent shannon 50 bucks 75 75 bucks oh i love it i spent 75 bucks on eggs this year because like 35 to 40 is totally normal for me so i bought the same amount as what i normally get right. you just had to pay full price i just had to pay, you had to pay walgreens prices too to which are more than meyer and target <laughs> Walgreens like prices. Boutique candy there. Oh goddamn! All right, so All tell right. me the thing. <clears throat> Shit! This is Monday at three thirty-five p.m. Okay. I texted Robert a reminder at seven twenty Eastern time tonight, nine o'clock Eastern. So he's two. He's not full three hours before. No, he's two. He's, he's two. two hours. So Monday. Two days after the fact. Correct. Shit. Sorry I missed it. Frowny face. I was exhausted that day and barely got anything done. Laughy face. White heart. I was like, oh, no worries, dear. Exhausted from the gay sex. I see it now. I I can now read between those lines. I was exhausted that day and I barely got anything done. Oh, you were legit Netflix and chilling all day, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, they were. Mm-hmm. They were making out, doing hand stuff, doing all the stuff. Of course, Maggie and I are like third fiddle to you at this point. That's right. You know, people, you can do hand stuff and still be on Zoom with us. Yeah, you don't just don't have your camera. You don't on. have to have your camera on. You or, just, you know, it's if it's consensual with everyone in the room, you can have your camera on. Yeah, just put on a little <laughs> show if everybody says yes. I legit almost took my top off because I was so hot. I was hot, too. And I only had my, my bralette on. I did not have, I wasn't layering with my tanky top. Could you see how pink my face was? Yeah, like, could you see was, how red my face was, too? I was so red <laughs> from the combination of drinking plus heat. Um, So you would have just, and I have large breasts, which means I have, like heavy hanging cleavage so you would have only seen the little black strappies and then skin (laughs) if i had taken my shirt off yeah well all your friends were delightful you actually had a lot of friends show up and that was really awesome yeah and also people who haven't showed up before yeah i don't think have we seen elise before no we haven't seen her before so she was they were delightful yes and then um cat was on Mm -hmm. my wifey who was I just messaged her because she was Snapchatting how drunk she was. And I was like, we're all drunk in this Zoom thing. Come hang out. And she popped on like 35 seconds later. That's she awesome. was, I know. She was all about it. So it was good. Because we were about to like shut down. And she's like, I'm here. <laughs> I'm, I'm st- I didn't miss it. We're like, man, you almost missed it. Oh, that was Lauren. <laughs> oh, that was Lauren. That was Lauren. Oh, yeah. Cat. Cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was Lauren at the end. She so. almost forgot. She almost forgot about me. Lauren and I are hanging out tomorrow. Fun. I tweeted about Lauren recently. Mm. Let me read you the tweet. Oh, and then we'll talk about Twitter. I really hope that she doesn't um, listen to this. It's okay. I don't think I've ever told her about it. Sorry, I'm in my wrong Twitter. I was in my, watch Mahuji one, my school one. Oh my God. Did I talk about this? That Neil Gaiman liked a tweet of mine. You did on Saturday. On Saturday. I can't remember. I couldn't you remember You can talk about it again. No, it was it, my life. That's will, a two-hour podcast. I don't know my, who's going to listen to it. My life will never be that good again. October 2021. God, I'm envious of her. December 2021. I'm so fucking jealous of her. February 2022. Damn, she's cool. April 2022. I'm going to trick her into loving me. <laughs> I love it. So that is. All right. Let's talk about Twitter. 
Yeah. Fuck Elon Musk. God, that guy is the biggest douche. I fucking hate him. How soon do we think Trump's going to get his uh, Twitter know. back? I don't know. I uh, I think I was listening to... Oh, Jimmy Fallon was making fun of that. And he said... I don't know the validity of this, but he said Trump said he wasn't going back to Twitter because he has his own social media platform now that he's going to join soon. He hasn't joined his own social <laughs> hasn't media. Joined his own social media yet. Oh. Okay, so here's the thing about whenever a place says that they're like a bastion of free speech, is that that place is like the worst shithole of hatred and bigotry to ever exist like reddit used to be like that they had the upskirt shots and they had fat people hate which was just about like being cruel to fat people and then they had one that was called coon town that was just about being fucking racist yeah shannon's eyebrows just went into her hairline what yes so reddit backslash coon town yeah Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. So like, go when, fuck yourself. When, whenever Reddit, Did you is, also have Redneckville and Sheeny Curse. So they, but basically, like Jesus fucking Christ. Jesus fucking Christ. Reddit. So Twinkie Town. Any, <laughs> we're Asian. Yellow on the outside, white on the inside. Like it was fuck. It was. It probably Twinkie Town was like for gay twinks. Oh, that would be fun. <laughs> I would want that. I want that Twinkie Town. Um. But yeah, so any like when Reddit back in the early days was like, we are, we do not, you know, stop any speech. It's just, it's just a hate filled cesspool. That's all it is. And so like his, his goal is to have a hate fueled cesspool of misinformation again. Yeah. You have, if you have a platform like this, you have to be, you have an obligation to moderate society it. Society. To make sure valid information is out there. Anyway, fuck Elon Musk. He also borrowed that $44 billion from the banks. Fuck those banks for loaning him money. Hey, hey. He's not, I mean. How much do we, how much do we want to bet? Wait, how, let's take the over. I bet he, within five years. <laughs> okay, five years. Okay. Within five years, he will default on those yep. loans mm-hmm. and be, and declare bankruptcy. That, okay. Great, five years. I was going to say three. Mm-hmm. I was going to say three years. He's going to declare bankruptcy and not pay those so loans. So tweet us. <laughs> How long? Don't forget to at Elon Musk. Your ass will be bankrupt within five years. It will be, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. He won't actually be bankrupt. He'll just declare bankruptcy and not pay right. the loans. Yeah, declaring bankruptcy means that you don't have enough income to pay your bills. But he's going to just... How many times Trump has declared bankruptcy? Like 25. I don't know. It's too many. For sure, like three. It's like way too many times. They just play the system. They do just play the system. fuck the banks for supporting him. Because they're never going to see their money. Yeah, so this is white guys we hate again. God. And like all these conservatives think Elon Musk is on their side. You guys... He's on his own side and he's nobody else's. On his own side. He's not on anybody else's side. No, he doesn't not. agree with anybody else. This is 100% about maintaining power for himself and nothing else. Oh, also um, shutting down the kid who um, tracks his jet. <laughs> like, he spent $44 billion to shut that kid up. <laughs> Are you. Turning off your Twitter profiles. I've seen a lot of people do that today. I haven't decided yet because, I mean, as much as I'm annoyed with it, is it any worse than Mark Zuckerberg? I don't really use my Twitter, so I don't really care. (coughs) There's a few people I follow, but I also follow them on the same people on other avenues. Like, is Elon Musk owning Twitter actually worse than Mark Zuckerberg? owning Instagram and Facebook. Is it actually worse? We are in the, there is no ethical consumption under capitalism, but for social media at this point, there are good, no, there are no just and good social media platforms. It does not exist. Yeah. So. So we all need to 
be like Jesus and and get sell, off Facebook. Oh. Sell everything, get off everything, give all your money away to charity, and live a peaceful and poor life. Because Jesus said you can only have one master. You cannot be a slave to money and a and dedicated to him it at the same time. Easier for a camel to get through the eye of a needle than it is for a rich man to get into the kingdom of God. Mm, I wish all Republicans memorized that. Yeah, they don't. They don't. Hmm. Anyway, so yeah, we're booking along here. White guys we hate. White guys Twitter. we hate. White guys we hate. We figured out the source of the moth problem we're having. I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast, but I know I've asked you personally. You have asked me. Like, we have a moth issue in our house. We cannot find out where all these moths are coming from. These little white moths. Not like gray. They seem gray. to be concentrated in Catherine's room. And Scott has been convinced they're coming out of the hamster bin. Like, they're not coming out of the hamster bin. Like, I clean that. I, I dig around in there. There's no, like, moths. Like, once in a while, we will find a moth in the bin, which I do think is weird. Um, but they're not coming from the bin. But he was like, they're definitely coming from that area. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, enough moth cycles have happened in my house somewhere that Catherine was cleaning her room and her ceiling was Full of larvae. <gasps> like 50 larva worms crawling over her ceiling. Oh, why? Right? So we murder them all. And then like the next day we check and there's more. So we murder all them. But there's less. It's not 50. It's like 20. And so every day gets less and less. And then I start checking like three times a day. And I start killing the moths that are... I think they laid live larvae. Okay. So I start killing the moths and the larvae. And so now it's like three or four a day. But we still can't fucking figure out where these moths are coming from. And so Scott's like, Scott is convinced it is from the hamster. And so he gets down on his hand. We've looked everywhere. We've pulled everything out of her cubes. We've looked behind things. We've looked under things. So Scott really concentrates his efforts around the hamster bin and he starts pulling the hamster supplies out from underneath the table when where the bin lies and he pulled out the timothy hay bag and it was infested oh my god with moths larva. and larvae oh my god infested oh gross like he couldn't get it out of the house fast enough. Oh, fuck. All right. Threw it in the trash. Yeah. Didn't even bag it. Just like threw it in the trash. <coughs> so I get home from something because we're cleaning. We're like cleaning and doing shit. And he's like, I found the source. And he tells me, he's like, oh, my God, great. So I'm like, oh, well, while we're in there, like, I'll clean the bin. And so I pull out the, the, the plastic bin that has all the other supplies in it. And I find more moths and larvae, like, in that bin. But they've, like, trans, they've transplanted themselves from, like, the hay source into the bin. And they're, like, laying larvae, like, on the outside of my other bags and shit. God. So now I'm running through the house with this giant bin, heavy bin in my hand. And I take it outside. And I start, like, like picking larvae and moths off my bags mm-hmm. to clear that out. Mm-hmm. And then I go throw it away. And now there's larva crawling all over the inside of my garbage bin. And I'm like, Oh Jesus Christ. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> so we got rid of the source and the moth issues have died down though. Like recently the last two or three days I've started seeing them again. So who like, Maybe some stragglers. I don't know. That's but so much we found and gross. The moth issue. Yes. Well, I mean that part is good. We still we very fig- gross. We found it out. That we've the gross. Like Catherine's room is clean too. So like, we thought we were going to find like old food covered in maggots or something. Like that's where they were coming from. Right. 
but you didn't. Oh, anyway, so it's just yes. now, now you just got to keep on top of it until mm-hmm. you really have none left. Because I went in there and there, I, I saw moths in there today and I was like, oh, we're still dealing with this, huh? I didn't know that you guys had found the... Yeah. <laughs> I found one in my room the other day too, so they're probably like living in my sweaters now at this point. Fuck. Anyway. Woohoo. Woohoo. Not much has gone on since Saturday. No, there's not a ton. Just the Twitter shit. I, yeah, that, that. Anything you forgot to talk about Saturday? Um, no, but I have listened to a new audiobook in the past four days that I'm, I was obsessed with and I had to stay up late to finish last night, which was The Rose Code by Kate Quinn. She's known for being like one of the best historical <coughs> fiction writers. So historical fiction writer. Yes. So this, the Rose Code is about um, Bentley, Benchley, whatever the name of the park is in that where Alan Turing worked code breaking in World War II. But she wrote the story about these three women. Um, One is based off of a real woman who was Prince Philip's first girlfriend. And so there's all this like Prince Philip stuff in it. When she's dating him throughout the war and they wrote um, letters back and forth. And apparently in real life, right before the wedding, uh, Princess Margaret and Princess Elizabeth invited her over for tea to like. Nice. That's fancy. Well, there was, you know, in the book, it was because there was a lot of like gossip and people were kept on trying to like get information from from Osla. And so they were trying to be like, look, everything is smooth between all of us. And then one of the other things, though, was like she was asking kind of like for tips on how to manage Philip. I, so who knows what was really true because none of us were there, right? And um, they actually named, she and her husband, Asla and her husband, eventually named Prince Philip the godfather of their first son. So like they stayed lifelong friends. Wow. So yeah, but so there's all this like Prince Philip stuff in there and... Um, they are all, she was a translator cause she spoke fluent German. So she was a translator there. And then, yeah, there was like one of the girls was a code breaker and they all like lived together in this house. And anyway, it was a really incredible book. I listened to it on audiobook and I like could not stop listening. I could not make myself do anything for two and a half days while I was finishing it. Cause it was so, com- fun. so compelling. I it. Yeah. I love a good historical fiction novel and there's an even at the end of it, an author's note about like what things she fictionalized and what things she like researched. And Alan Turing actually makes um, like you, we see him a couple times in the novel where like they see him in the cafeteria and she just drops the name like it's nothing but like we all know because he's super fucking famous mm-hmm. right it's Benedict Cumberbatch played him in that movie about the same thing about breaking the Enigma code mm-hmm. so that's what this is all about about them working on breaking the Enigma code and doing all these translations so anyway it was a really compelling novel I recommend anyone read it you don't have to be a lady to read it you can also be a man <laughs> because apparently men don't like books where the women are the protagonists what? but no. as for real a thing what the fuck men but it's totally worth reading it's really good all right, I have a sidebar, and then I have reading things to talk about, too. Tell me. Um, so I'm going to San Diego this weekend to see my cousin Ben for his birthday. I won't reveal his age. He's a little sensitive about that, but he's one year older than me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was like, are you doing anything? He's like, no. I was like, well, I'm going to fucking come visit you, and we're going to, like, speak spend the weekend celebrating Ben and we're going to do whatever the fuck you want. Like fucking fancy dinner, fancy lunches, movies, whatever you want. Like let's, I'm going to come out and I'm going to be your birthday buddy and we'll just do whatever the fuck you want. So I'm doing that this weekend and I'm like, I have a red eye back. Mm -hmm. So I leave San Diego at 530, no 1030 at night and I land in Detroit at 530 in the morning and it's a that's basically a six hour flight, right? Yeah. Okay. I had a six hour flight to London. <laughs> it was kind of miserable. Right. I feel like it was more like five hours, but well, I mean, do you know. I upgrade the first <coughs> class on the way back? 
and sleep comfortably. How much is that? How much is that upgrade? 407. I was in my head. I was going to say if it's under 500, do it. Or 37,000 miles. How many miles you got? I got enough miles. I got 51,000 miles available. I mean, if it were me, I would probably just do the miles upgrade. I'm supposed to be saving my miles for Europe. Oh. In two years. Oh. But I'm pretty sure I'll earn enough miles back anyway. Yeah. And Scotty has a buttload of miles. I'm pretty sure my family's all buying our tickets with miles for my birthday. Yeah. Because. (gasps) We bought your tickets to Vegas on miles too. Yeah. All right. I'm going to think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Okay. Uh, so I have continued to read trash novels. Yeah. I mean, and, enjoy um, them trash novels. <clears throat> they're, they're written by people and they're submitted to an app. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's much of a review process. Okay. Okay. Um, because I still keep finding mistakes. Mm. Like whole word mistakes. Like you used had instead of has. Oh, you totally missed a word here. This sentence makes absolutely no sense. And our friend Lindsay also reads trash novels like that. And she also catches all the mistakes. And I'm like this close to starting to screenshot her all the mistakes I find just as a joke. Yeah. So another thing is most of these are graphic explicit sex stories. Yeah. Yeah. Because why not? And, um... Man, I really wonder if people who write sex scenes actually have experienced these sex scenes. (laughs) (laughs) Have any of you had sex? And because in my head, like, I would actually love, I wish I had kept some of these books, like, in my, in my library, library, because some, I want to hire, I want this to become a thing, people. Okay, new thing. New thing that Shannon wants to have done. I want like live readings of these sex scenes and I want professional porn actors to act out what they hear. Okay. And okay. see if it's fucking possible. Mm-hmm. Because in my head, that's what happens. Like you're, I'm trying to figure out like, well, they totally missed words here. How do they get from that end to this end? And, and I don't think you can do that. You know, like, what was it the other day? It was like, girl is on her knees giving head to a giant cock because they all have giant cocks. They all have giant um, cocks. Giant cocks playing with his balls on her knees. Giant cock. And then the guy's like, fuck yourself with your fingers like it's my dick. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. So now she's fucking herself and having an orgasm. And I'm just like, no. Seems impossible to me. Do you know, like, what kind of positions I have to get into, like, finger bang myself like that? Yeah, I'm also a big girl, but like, even so, I'm like, come on, man, do you even have sex? Have you ever done this in your life? Because if you have, you know that that's not fucking comfortable. My other favorite. Um, thing I've read recently also is um, when they had a G-spot. That's not a G-spot. Yeah, you sent that to me. He took me all the way and like... <laughs> it's okay. Here. I got it. I've got yeah, it. Pull, pull it up. Pull I've it up. I got it. I will do a dramatic reading. <laughs> do a dramatic reading. Okay. Okay. I got this. Is this it? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a black screen here. Okay. He doesn't think twice. Because he doesn't. He doesn't, he doesn't think twice. He doesn't think twice about this. He, he doesn't think twice. Fucking jams his cock in her Before pussy. slamming harder than he's ever done before. Hitting my G-spot. Sending me straight to my orgasm. Slamming me harder than he's ever done before. Hitting my G-spot. Yeah. Does... He have a ribbed penis? <laughs> like, does he have little nubblies at the base of his cock to stroke the G-spot, which is right inside the vaginal opening? You literally, like, stick a finger up in there, 
make a little hook and bam, you're there. Okay, like you usually only hit the G spot with the very tip of a penis or a specialized toy that's shaped like a hook. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So if you're slamming up into me as hard as you can and you're hitting my G spot, I hope you have those Indonesian implants in the base of your penis. Yeah. <laughs> Because that's not happening. Right. So they misplaced the G-spot all... This is like the third book that has done that. Misplaced the G-spot. I'm like, oh, he's hitting your cervix. That's your cervix. That's the A-spot. Um, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm about to get real personal here. I don't know about you, but my G-spot takes a lot of effort before it can bring me to orgasm. It takes a lot of stimulation there. Like, you really got to work that guy. And it is the most amazing orgasm. So, like, when they actually do write it right, and the girls are like, oh, my God, I've never had an orgasm like that before, but they still don't describe it like they should. I'm like, well, that is true. But, like, are you really, have you really experienced a G-spot orgasm? Mine, Yeah. I, I mean, I have, and everyone I've talked to ex- explains it the same way I there's do. There's just like, you feel like you might pee. I feel a wave of emotion pulsating through my body from the top of my head to the tip of my toes. I mean, before I'm like, about to orgasm like from in it. A, in a foomp, foomp, foomp type of wave. It just yeah. like starts at my head and ends at my toes. No, there's like pressure there where I'm like, am I about to pass myself? Yeah, no, you're not going to piss. You're going to female ejaculate squirt 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 oh yeah some of those scenes have been written too the girls are like horrified oh my god i did not can do that and the guys are all like ah oh, shower me my face with your pussy juice mm-hmm. my sex glistened on his face i've i mean uh, i like to gla- i want to glaze it like a donut i always want <laughs> i always want to glaze a face like a donut um, there's been a few uh, swipe his nose like a credit card scenes. I dig it. I'm like, oh, I know that move. Thanks, WAP. <laughs> <laughs> and Maggie who explained it to me. <laughs> oh, sweetie. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. If anyone's interested in uh, poorly written trash novels, let me know and I'll uh, send you the pictures of the fucked up, like sentences yeah they're they're pretty ridiculous so um i would i keep on reading all of these listening to all of these audiobooks and reading all these ebooks because i got the apps from my library so i got the i have two separate apps i and they don't have the exact same catalog in them which is great because that means i have a lot of fucking shit so i have hoopla and i have overdrive also known as libby so I just keep on reading and downloading shit and Will loves audiobooks. So I just keep on sending him recommendations. And I said something about, um, he goes, I need to make a Maggie list. And I was like, top 10 Maggie's of all time, right? Thinking that I'm being hilarious. And then he starts naming all these different just versions of me, right? Where he was like, um, astrological Maggie will tell you whether or not her your relationships are going to work right right hilarious um all right number nine randomly disagreeable Maggie sometimes she just has to pick a fight that's funny (laughs) I was like I mean okay I know that I have been his friend for over six years but I was like how do you know me so well this is really weird (laughs) Number eight, podcast Maggie. She will talk about all sorts of personal stuff on the internet. And I was like, has he listened to my podcast? (laughs) Because he has never told me once that he has ever listened to it, which I guess is a move that I would make. I would totally not tell my friend that I listened to their podcast if they talked about me. Do you want to hear the rest of the list? Yes. Number seven, pessimistic Maggie. She probably thinks she didn't even make it to the top ten. Fun. Number six, sarcastic Maggie. They're all sarcastic Maggie. Number five, drunk Maggie. Many would rate this higher, but the hangover brings it down. (laughs) 
Number four, flirtatious Maggie. Who can't this gal pick up? And I was like, never who she's trying to. (laughs) Number three, lewd Maggie. Somehow different from number four. She's the only reason to have a Snapchat at all. (laughs) Number (laughs) number two, host Maggie. She knows how to throw a party and make sure everyone has a great time from CFNM to people with literal sweater vests on unironically. Number one, friend Maggie. She will move the world to help a friend if only she could use this to help herself. (laughs) Again, I was like, I am weirded out by how well you know me. (laughs) Like, obviously, I've been his friend for a very long time. But like, does he, Shannon, does he listen to the podcast? He might listen to the podcast. I've said some truly terrible things about him over the years. Well, I mean... And maybe he's learned something about himself. Yeah. I mean, I, there was one point in everything where I told him he couldn't, like, keep trying to walk two paths at the same time. Or it's like, you can't keep trying to, like, be in a relationship and also be not in a relationship. You can't keep trying to live two lives. You have to pick one. And he said to me, you won't know what this means, but listeners will. He said to me, fuck off, Iroh which was such a compliment. <laughs> um, Uncle Iroh is from Avatar The Last Airbender, and Zuko is trying to catch the Avatar and also like doesn't want the Avatar to die and is really like struggling internally. And Uncle Iroh basically says that to him, like, you have to figure out what you're doing here. You can't keep, you can't help the Avatar and also try to capture the Avatar. You can't be doing both. You got to figure out what you are doing. So that was why when I told Will he couldn't be in a relationship and also be single, he told me to fuck off, Iroh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can be ethically non-monogamous, non-monogamous but yes. your partner has to agree to that. Well, right. That is being in a relationship where you're ethically non-monogamous. That's not being, being quote-unquote, being single. Like, he was trying to be single. He was trying to be single and be in a relationship. I have a friend who's just modified their relationship like that they've been married to a male for uh, 10 15 years they have a few kids and she met a female Mm -hmm. and was like ready to break up and he was like no you're my best friend we i mean we don't have to live in these constraints of what society says how our relationship should be like our relationship should do for us what we want it to do Mm -hmm. so she is ethically non-monogamous yeah she has a girlfriend and a husband well will really thinks that he has that like traditional view of like you can't you shouldn't be with someone and then tell them that they're not enough for you it is not possible for one singular person to be enough for me that I just don't I would always if I were to be in a monogamous romantic relationship I would be giving something up I truly do think that you need a tag team I mean I would at at a very at a very base level I would either be giving up dick or I would be giving up pussy like at a very like basic I think you should have one of each taking (laughs) care of you to tell you the truth um Thank you. I appreciate you, friend. And But then also, like, you know, men do this thing. And, like, my dad for sure is this. Like, my mom has to provide him with everything. He doesn't have his own friends. He doesn't have any, like, emotional support except for my mom. And, like, there's this just, like, very traditional thing of, like, the only person who provides you any emotional labor or support is your spouse. But only men think that. Which also I realize is why so many dudes think that women are being withholding, like the whole friend zone thing. Because guys are only friends, like they're only that kind of emotionally available friend to their partner. So when girls are emotionally available friends to them, they're like, she wants to fuck me. No, dude, that's just what a friendship is. Mm-hmm. I could use some more emotional support. Yeah. And a husband who picks up after himself. Why are men? 
He's raised by a woman who picked up after everyone and did everything for them. And then he went to college and he had to kind of survive. And then he found a long-term girlfriend and married her. But I just, I kind of want to kick him out of my house and make him survive on his own for a year and prove to me he can rejoin our household and live with us. Dude, he would, he would, your husband would live in a murder apartment and eat off of disposable dishes and also gain a ton of weight because he would only eat like carry out, carry out for every meal. I guess he fails the test then. Do you think I'm wrong in my assessment of this? Um, I think you do slightly better than that. <laughs> I mean, I okay. He knows, okay. He knows how to make mac and cheese and spaghetti. Okay, great, great. And uh, he, he can grill. But would he? Right, would he? Anyway. I, I was reading this thing on Facebook the other day, just some comment where some guy was like, how do people... Oh, it was, it was on an ad that was being advertised for me and it was these like you know prepackaged meals and whatever and this guy was like how do people not know how to cook for themselves and I didn't want to respond because I'm just like whatever but the answer is I don't want to cook for one person Mm -hmm. that's so much effort I never want to cook when it's just me I will always cook for someone else I will never cook for just Maggie there's also an emotional burden with cooking oh my god and if you've worked all day The last thing you want to do is cook a fresh meal at home and then clean up after that shit. Yeah. So to pay someone to deliver to you healthy, fresh cooked meals is such a weight lifted off your shoulders. Mm -hmm. I I did it. I did it for myself. I, I never fed myself at work ever. And I literally would tell my told my coworkers for 10 years, I will literally pay someone to feed me lunch every day. Will someone please bring me lunch in? Like, I just don't have the emotional capital to feed myself. Yeah. Because I'm taking care of everyone else. Mm-hmm. And I did find a local fresh food service and I started buying myself lunches. Yeah. I started getting, um, like, I, was like, I think the minimum had to be like six or eight meals a week. And so... I started buying lunch type items from them and Scott and I had lunches we could take to work with us Mm -hmm. like fresh, really great food. So it's not the fact that I don't know how to cook. I know how to cook. Right. I'm just, I don't have the emotional capital to do it. No, me neither. Um, I got this um, food prep book from, from my friend Danielle for Christmas because I had been having problems with feeding myself. And it normally makes four or five meals out of one, out of one pot. So what I've been doing is freezing two, and keeping two out because I'm, I'm not gonna. Eat, I don't love eating the same thing every single day. That's also not me. I don't. I don't like it. So what I what I do is I, um, make these meals it, like the big batch of meals, and then I freeze two and I put two in the fridge and then when I'm hungry I eat them yesterday for lunch I had a uh, Mediterranean quinoa that I added a little halloumi cheese to and it was amazing and um, I also made yesterday a um, tofu tofu satay satay with a like mm-hmm. peanut sauce I made the tofu peanut with a peanut sauce and rice and steamed broccoli and two of those went in the freezer, and two of those went in the fridge, and I had that for lunch yeah, today. Yeah, and then you do that a few times, yeah. and now you have a variety in the freezer. Yeah. So you're not eating the same thing for five days. Right, because that is not a thing I can do. I love that tortilla soup I made, the, the tortellini, tortellini soup, soup. I made. Yeah, that shit's good. So good, but it lasts five days. <laughs> and I'm done with it after, like, the third day. Yeah. You know, especially if I make a giant batch, it, it, it makes a lot of soup. And we'll eat it for dinner, and then there will still be plenty of leftovers for me for lunch for a week. Here's my quinoa with halloumi. Oh, that looks so good. Yeah, it's got zucchinis and carrots and Start bringing me black beans. some of your meals. <laughs> yeah, I can bring you meals. You cook for me enough. Oh, I have a present for you. You do? 
from New York City. Aw. I went to the gift shop that belongs to St. Paul's Cathedral. Oh. And I got my mom a Jesus card. Uh-huh. And I got us a gold Brigid's cross. Oh. Little Brigid cross yeah. pins. Little pins. Love so, it. I have to give that to you. And my mom wanted, also my mom wanted an Anglican rosary because it's different from a Catholic rosary. Okay. Uh, okay, the lady, yeah, The lady at the checkout was like, dude, I just fucking work here. I have no clue. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not that into Jesus. <laughs> not that into She didn't Jesus. say that, but I could tell by her face. <laughs> She's into Jesus. She just wasn't into Jesus. And so I got my mom this little like, I call it an oh shit rosary. It's just like a little, it's a little, like a little bracelet. So it has the 10 beads and the cross. Oh, cute. So you just go around the bracelet and every time you hit your cross, you're, that that's your 10. Mm-hmm. So, I that's sweet. I like that. Yeah. Little, little oh shit rosary. Uh, <laughs> did you tell, did you call it that too, Cheryl? No, I need to. I, <laughs> I buy, I go on vacation and I buy all sorts of gifts and then I never go through my bags. Amazing. Um, I just pulled out my horsies for my own yeah. altar. Yeah. Those you, are hot. Those are cute. I love the gold one, man. That gold horse is extra, yeah. and I am here for it. Maybe Loki will start visiting me again. I have not been reaching out to my deities lately. I got real busy, like grad school stuff, just being a person. I need to get back on my witchcraft. It makes me feel better. Yeah, it makes me feel better, too. I also have been very sporadic the last month or so, and I can tell. Yeah, I can fucking tell. Yeah. I can tell. When is May Day? The first. I know. I'm sorry. What day of the week? <laughs> I forget. I oh, it's know. Sunday. So you won't even be here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We can do it Tuesday. We can have a bonfire Tuesday. Yeah, we can here. do. We can do late May Day. Yeah. Who says that we have to? Whatever. I can. I can burn all those oranges, right? Are they gonna fuck up my stove thingy? Um, I have no idea. Mm. I would Google that. Burning burnt fruit. I have or burning dried fruit. I have no idea. I, I don't know anything. I burnt don't some dried fruit in the last bonfire we had, like um, from the winter season into yeah spring. Yeah, um, but I didn't burn like twenty of them. Right. You know, and they seem to break down nicely. I also googled what to do with fire ash. <laughs> nice. Um, I just add it to your lawn, people. Just mm. add it to your lawn. Add it to your garden. Great. Yep. Also create a paste and like do other shit. We can all do all sorts of shit with fire ash. So I totally had something I was going to say, and now I cannot remember it in the slightest. Ah, fuck. Oh, yeah. Now I remember. Thank you, thank you, brain. Thank you for getting it back. So you remember around Easter, I posted all of those Easter memes, spring memes. Yeah, they were hilarious. Everybody loved them, and I, the one that like, did I send you the Fox News one? Yeah, that was awesome. Yes. The one I think that people really responded to the most and liked the most was the one of Mr. Bean and he's cheating. In oh, yes. Christianity. Christianity onto paganism. Yeah, it was yeah. amazing. Yeah. And um, this friend of mine from high school who is a devout Catholic just like went on a rant about how it's because both holidays or both all the holidays go with the seasons. Not, just want to be like, oh, honey, no. Like, oh, honey, they do that on purpose because it was easier to get people to let go of their paganism and believe in Christ if you had the same exact holidays. Yeah. Um, that's why it was literally done. Evergreen stuff, that's pagan. That yes. is stolen from paganism. Everything is. The, do you really think the resurrection of Jesus has anything to do with bunnies and eggs? No. That's spring. Pa that's paganism. That's paganism that's, that's symbolism. Right. So I was like, oh, I'm not going to fight with you about this. But I was like, you dumb idiot. <laughs> it's not because they both revolve around the seasons. It is because Christians deliberately put their holidays right next to pagan holidays so that it would be easier to convince people to convert to Christianity. Yes. Jesus was not born in the winter. Nope. Tax season. <laughs> so yeah I whenever was, that was we don't even know when that was exactly they think maybe the spring they think maybe the spring they're not even sure but yeah and who knows when he was sacri oh he was sacrificed at passover 
So I get really pissed off when Easter does not coincide with Passover. <gasps> we Googled this. It is some witchy shit. Yeah. Google. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Google, is Easter held? Why? How is the date of Easter determined? Yeah, it is witchy shit. It is like Easter shall be the second Sunday after the first full moon after March. After the equinox. I was after like, the spring equinox. That's fucking witch shit. The first Sunday after the full moon that occurs on or after the equinox. What? That's fucking witch shit. That is fucking witch shit. That is fucking witch shit. Yeah. If the full moon falls on a Sunday. Do you think witches raised Jesus from the dead? Probably. Probably. Yeah. Some necromancers. For sure. Fucking witch shit. Oh, yeah. So I get real pissed off when Easter doesn't coincide with Passover because Jesus was a brown Jew. Jesus was a brown Jew. I bet Jesus was hot, man. I bet he was. I mean, if you read his description, you know, they say he has like brown skin with woolen hair. Yeah, I know. I know he isn't He's probably a, has a hot Jew for I know that nice he isn't nose. I know that he isn't hot Italian Jesus. Mm-hmm. Hot white Italian Jesus. He's like, he's hot Middle Eastern Jewish Jesus. Yeah. Like, I bet he was real hairy in a hot way. Mm, Yes. Oh, like, like, what's his face from Ted Lasso? Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Mm. It's a little darker. Now we're all drooling over hot Jewish Jesus. Yeah, I mean, in my head, my Jesus became kind of like some hot Greek boy with the like, Mm -hmm. but he needs to be a little darker. Darker than that, you know, like, right. Let's be inappropriate, shall we? Sacrilegious. (laughs) Not sacrilegious. I think Jesus would be real disappointed in all of us right now. Fuck yeah, he would. He People would be very dicks. disappointed in, in what Christianity has become. Honestly. He was like, love your neighbors. Take yeah. care of the poor. Yeah. Period. And we're not doing that. I, I um, If I were him and God, I'd throw up my hands and give up on us too. But like, you didn't fucking learn how many more times do I have to send you lessons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fine, go ahead. Worship Freya. She's better at this than me, evidently. Yeah, I worship two of the least popular gods in the Greek pantheon. It's okay. Ares helps me deal with my anger. Yeah. And Hades helps me with divination and money because he's the god of riches. If you go on the Demon Lobster um, Discord, you'll see pictures. I'm in it. I just don't open it. Yeah, go in. Go see pictures of Hades the puppy that lives next door to Nina and John now. Aww. Yeah. That's super yeah. cute. Hades the puppy. Hades the puppy. Adorable. He's like one of those purple, like, pit bulls. You know, like I was... the grayish brown. I still look at the Humane Society website at cats. I still look at cats, even though I definitely... Would not consider getting a second cat. Mm, you can have Tiger when uh, Jenny brings all her pets back to Michigan because she'll be homeless this summer. I don't want Tiger. <laughs> Snapdragon's high maintenance. I have to wipe her butt sometimes. I have to pick up her poop. She she got the zoomies after Tiger, she... Tiger's a lot like Sid and want outside. She, she got the zoomies after she pooped the other day and just like left a little line of... of oh, no! Poops. <laughs> oh, um, Salem, if she gets a little Klingon, will flick her butt yeah. and end up throwing poop across the room. And so she was pooing on my carpet over there the other day. And Catherine was like, dog, no, come on outside. And then she got done and she flicked her butt and flicked a piece of poo at Catherine. She's like, ah! Oh my God, <laughs> Millie tonight. That was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. What? So Shannon's dog was outside. I'm sitting here watching oh, this yes. happen from the window <laughs> and was like, what the fuck am I watching right now? So Millie. Oh, no. <laughs> Millie. Oh, no. Has. You should have recorded that so we could have made a TikTok. Oh, my God. 
I, I didn't have my phone on me. I seriously had to be like, what is this? Is am I is this real? So she had her frisbee in her mouth. Like I just did not have it in me to be like, Ooh, record. Because I was just sitting there with my head cocked to the side, being like watching the train wreck. Watching the train wreck. All right, so she had her frisbee in her mouth and she drops it and then she steps over it and then squats down and just takes a giant massive dump. shit. Just on top of her frisbee. On top of her frisbee. Like she, she like put it down, stepped on it, squatted down. I was like, "Is this for real?" I'm like, "Is this on dog? Is this on purpose?" Situational awareness. Come on, man. Did she do it? I I can't. No, she didn't do it on purpose. She just had to shit, so she dropped her frisbee because you don't shit with a frisbee in your mouth, evidently. (laughs) Okay. And she just happened to crawl, take those two steps. I and ended up shitting on top of it. I couldn't figure. I was like, what the fuck am I watching right now? Oh, I called Catherine's and attention to it. she did it in front of both the bedroom windows. So I was hoping oh. someone other than me was catching me. I definitely was. And you mouthed to me. You saw me and you go, did you see that? <laughs> like, I was sitting there being like, is Shannon seeing this right now? Because I, sure, I thought you might have been on this other side of the house. Right? Right, right. <laughs> and Catherine saw you and was like, Mommy's losing her mind. <laughs> Mommy's losing her mind. <laughs> oh, my God, dog. That was so funny. Ridiculous. Luckily, they were nice, salad poos. I just, like, flicked them off the Frisbee. Oh, my God. I have to make sure to tell Scott to only touch the edges of those. Oh they need to be retired. We need new ones. I should have got some at Target today. I literally know it is impossible to go into Target and not spend $150. Impossible. Um, I've done it before. I really went in and bought the one thing I needed plus one other thing. Mm-hmm. I went in for lactate, mm-hmm. the pill for mm-hmm. tummy issues. Right. And... Cat, you know, it's called lact- lactate, and lactate <laughs> is the thing that happens to your boobs yes. when you're, okay. They're just both like, milk-related. Like, let me, <coughs> let me, let's, let me have it, man. Okay, sorry. Change approved. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want you be- going into Target and being like, excuse me. I didn't hear the lactate, which I think I did because I went there for two fucking things, and I forgot one of them. And so I'm checking out, and I'm like, Oh, I forgot the lactate. And the lady's like, oh, well, it's right, it's just down here. Just run and get it, and I'll finish checking you out. Ugh. Catherine's still having tummy issues, and we don't know why. So I'm going to start giving her a, like, tummy, like, you know what I mean. I don't want to say it anymore. Going to start giving her... A pill that helps with digesting milk proteins. Mm-hmm. See if that helps. I don't know. I give up. She's missed 17 days of school this year. That's three extra weeks off. I was like, that's more vacation than your dad gets in a year. And they're all just like one day mental health days. Or t- tummy days. And those don't count the times she's come home from school early because of tummy issues. Like, homegirl cannot handle a five-day work week. I was like, you're going to have to find a four-day work week when you become an adult because this ain't working out. Anyway, we should wrap it up. Where yeah. Where are we at? Oh, we're at the time. Yeah, we're at about that time. We're about thought, that time. I thought it'd be shorter because we just literally did a Two hours. I did too. Three I days thought we ago. were doing a short one tonight, but we had stuff. I thought we were gonna. I thought we were gonna complain about Elon Musk and and shut it down. All right. Well, we didn't. So, whatever. I don't know what number this is. Yeah, me neither. Three hundred four, three hundred five. No, like we that. did three eleven not that long ago because I oh, did. Yeah, I had three eleven incorrectly twice. So this might be like thirteen, fourteen. I don't know. It's getting up. I'm there. at three one three. Would be um. The area code of For Detroit. Detroit and three fourteen is pie. Oh, so three fourteen. It, it might is be pie. one. It might three be one of those three. two. So we don't Maybe know what episode. 
We don't know what episode we're on. But anyway, you can find us on um, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. You can also interact with Facebook and talk to me on Twitter. I am Maggie. Or, at, or Instagram. Slide or, into our DMs on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Um, should we just start giving our Instagram handles now? <laughs> well, I'm yes. Shannon's party everywhere. Well, I am Maggie and Baby Cat with a K A T. Maggie and Baby Cat on Instagram. So yeah, hit us up on Instagram. Um, and now I've lost my shit. Oh, well now I'm supposed to give my stuff because I'm, you say I'm Maggie. I'm Maggie, I'm Maggie at, at Maggie and Baby Cat on Instagram, and I'm Shannon. At Shannon's party. And this has been episode um, either Detroit area code or pie of (laughs) that more thing with Shannon and Maggie. Bye.